he's doing it on Jack Rags for Bitches Bitches, I'm Nicole and I'm Sharita. This is the show where we talk all things business tech in making money. We do want to make the disclaimer though that we aren't experts but some of our guests will be so stay tuned for that. Yes, but it's two youngish ladies trying to make it in London. Cool, so this week we're talking about um, auction properties, right? Yes, we your are. Your first auction experience. Um, but before that we're just going to have like a catch up, whatever, see what was popping this week what have you been up to i think this week <laughs> the highlight is literally being will smith and Chris oh Rock god yeah at the what was it the oscars yeah yeah crazy slap around the world <laughs> what do you think you think he was in the right for slapping him no i think he could have handled it better but i think the build-up it was all the build-up all the jokes about his wife in august and his wife being unfaithful and all of this is just maybe just built up to him just being like okay i've had enough now yeah maybe i suppose so but i mean we all have stresses and mm-hmm. i guess not on like such a public scale but they choose to put their business out there that you have do? yeah because we didn't nothing was ever confirmed of that open relationship or august alcina mm-hmm. before the red table talking she, okay. she came like okay. said it all yeah, right like she laid it bare yeah. <laughs> to say you know that's and they true. still stayed together throughout it so does that mean if people have jokes or whatever to make about it, that you should assault them. It's true. Bad, what do they say? Bad marriage. They're like bad marriage for life. Yeah, it's like it's like if that's your if that's your thing, then that could be your thing. But like you should expect. I'm not saying that it's right for people to make fun of mm-hmm. it, but Chris Rock is an actual comedian. Like his yeah. job is actually just to make jokes. It's true. To do to you know <laughs> look at what's happening in real life and joke about it. And it wasn't even about. The affair stuff as well that he was mm-hmm. talking about obviously it's sadly it was about her condition he do, i don't think he knew about her she, basically her conditions that she's losing here she's like got alopecia thing. yeah she has alopecia i don't think that if he, if he knew that maybe he wouldn't have yeah you know, maybe but you can't really you, you don't know <laughs> but in other no cases you should never make fun out of anyone because you just never know like, it, but it, then exactly. his job would not be i don't think he'd be as successful if he just didn't make jokes about people i don't know yeah of course well yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's quite normal to like whoever hosts the oscars or those kinds of shows they usually roast the audience right yeah. it was just a bit unfortunate how it all came out and now like the consequences that he's given back his award isn't it i believe oh wow i think they were debating about that i didn't know that i think he actually... went in front of it and he said you know i'm removing myself from the academy wow. i believe is what i saw but obviously there's been a lot of things on social media i know he came out with an apology i know yeah. he also apologized to everybody in his acceptance speech just it was all like a really great night for him could have yeah. been if he just had controlled himself in that yeah. time it's just a shame that that's, that's how it it's just kind of like life though isn't it like we all have times where 
we get upset we're human like it's you know you can't always be happy and joyous of course but it's how we handle our emotions and i think if you're in control of your emotions you get a lot further in life but there's some times where you can or might just lose it yeah but i don't know we're we're humans isn't it like we're animals like so yeah but you we don't physically (laughs) go after people on stage like i I get it like you hear all the all the time like oh at the after party this person hit this person Mm -hmm. or this person did that whatever yeah sort it out behind closed doors like not in like a professional like if somebody did that at work yeah you'd be like they'd be fired yeah (laughs) you know it's been gross misconduct you know he's lucky he doesn't know it wasn't like somebody didn't press charges against him because that was also a debate as well Mm -hmm. so with the police anyways (laughs) i guess we agree yeah so it's it was unfortunate but i mean it happened it is what it is it's interesting i suppose (laughs) nobody seemed too badly affected by it Mm -hmm. but yeah what else has he been oh i've been i'm almost finished bridgerton i finished that in one day you finished it in one one day day. somebody took almost two years to make the show i finished it in one day it was so good you finished it in one day day. that is intense (laughs) they're a long episode that's literally eight hours (laughs) over eight hours that's intense yeah i I, I love the show and i think it's it's important that they had two ladies who were of like dark asian um heritage like so i think it's different like because i think in asian in asian cultures they prioritize the fairer skinned ladies mm. so to see two darker skin toned asian ladies actually taking the lead role and the love interest that's something that's the bbc are doing quite well to portray that yeah those different types of beauty oh yeah so, netflix netflix yes yeah, so in the bbc so i don't know like, 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 <laughs> why am i watching <laughs> Yeah, but I, I get I get that it's, it's nice to see the representation on the show. Hundred percent. I feel like there's been a lot of criticism though to say like they're kind of ignoring the fact that in that time period it wouldn't have been like that. You know, there was massive racial disparities and you know segregation and things. So it's mm-hmm. difficult to just be like, oh yeah, in this world it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> they're all fine. Don't, they don't even talk about color and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it it but it is nice to see it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I personally don't like the older sister at all. What? Why? I can't because it's just like I couldn't imagine as like an older sister like Rachel mm-hmm. was caught like, like someone was courting her and they're like I'm gonna get engaged to her. Rachel's our younger sister. Oh, you're, yeah, she's yeah. ten years younger than me. And then I'm like oh, I can't even breathe around <laughs> the guy. Like, oh, wouldn't you just leave? Like, wouldn't you just remove yourself completely? <laughs> Not be like, oh, you can't like. First, she she couldn't marry him. She was yeah. all angry, but then they were spending all the time together. And then it was like, oh, they could, sorry, spoilers coming. Yes, I can't became whatever. Um, and then it's like, no, you have to marry her. And it's just, I'll just tell her, you, you know, your guy is like trying to talk to me. It's creepy. <laughs> like you probably shouldn't marry this guy. But no, remember that they had a deal with. But the there's parents. so many other people. Yeah. That were interested in. She's she got the diamond. She got the diamond exactly. from the queen. Like the diamond is like the, the queen says she ordained her to be the beautifulest girl. And like, at the time, like in that season, in that season, to season, yeah, you have to get married in season. Like that's how the show work, how the um how it worked. I don't know if, yeah, how it was back then. Obviously, I don't know. I wasn't around, but yeah, in the, to get married this season. Um. So, but with his sister. Remember, the grandparents said that if you marry a white guy of like British yes. heritage, then you but get there your were, inheritance. But there were loads, that's what I'm saying, there were mm. loads of eligible people that were interested in her that she could have got married to and it would have been mm. fine and they would have got the inheritance, it's no true. drama. Yeah. The other sister could have ended up with the vice, like it would have been fine. Yeah. 
There has to be, there has to be drama. It can't but there be could be drama <laughs> between the two of them. I just wouldn't involve the little sister. I'm like, how long is this going to go on for? And then they... I don't even want to spoil that. Yeah. But... <laughs> those of you who have not watched it I yet. Can't imagine. And then the sister... <sighs> oh, I just couldn't imagine. Personally, for me, I was just like, this is not believable that nobody would do this. To, like... Maybe back in those days, it was like... No, <laughs> no, because people are people. Like she says that she loves her sister, but she'll do anything for her. She yeah. but she won't because she literally is all up on her guy. <laughs> but technically, they met first, so like yeah. that connection. Then, first. So then, say that to the it's sister. True. <laughs> Don't on her wedding day be looking in the guy's <laughs> eyes. Like, Slow mo, like, like, come on, like, come on, come on. There's nothing you can do. You can't. <laughs> Come on! I, oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm finding it really hard. <laughs> I was hoping that something would happen. I was thought it was going to be like because there's people that I really like respect their opinions about stuff, and they're like, oh, it's like so much better than the first one. Do you think it's better than the first one? Um, I think I liked this one more. Yeah, I did. I did. Is a ten- I think is the tension between the older sister and the Brid- Mr. Bridgerton. Yeah, there was the same tension last year. I know, but this is more like she's gonna put her sister first, she's gonna put her love herself. Sis- yeah. So- <laughs> like- Which is why I thought it was gross. Because <laughs> like how is like the, the mean of what we're rooting for her to F over her own sister? <laughs> her little like she's ten years like yeah. weird. Like I don't I'm like, I can't sit here and be like, yeah, I hope they get to I just can't. I don't know, maybe it's my Anyways, that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is to hear about your first fortune experience. So okay. Take us away, Nicole. How did it go? I, it went well. I actually won the bid. Yay for me. Thank you. <laughs> um, so first step was that you need to get the location, the ideal location that you want to invest in, get that narrowed, that narrowed down. I originally chose Birmingham. Um, so I looked for auction houses in that region and I found one which is Bond Wolf. Um, I showed interest that I was interested in 25 properties. Um, I wasn't going to buy 25 properties at once. <laughs> which, <laughs> exactly yeah. One day. No yeah one yeah exactly one day. Um, so I showed interest in 25. I read the legal pack of all 25 properties because my solicitor said that I needed to pay £250 per um, auction to pay a legal pack and I was like you know well, I've got eyes I can read myself <laughs> um, so yeah I read a legal pack of all 25 properties I was interested in um, obviously I had a view that I was just going to buy one um, auction day came the guide price for the one I wanted um, I, I didn't want to I think my max was probably like 100k um, and that includes the refurb costs, so maximum probably like 75,000, 80,000. The house I actually got, a free bed, semi-detached, it was in Wolverhampton, and I got it for 148,000. Um, yes, obviously it went over by a considerable amount, um, but I got, how I got it is that I own a property outright in London, I um, got that property is it refinanced or I just got money out of it um, from Together Money, which is a bridge loan company. That was my deposit money to go and use at auction. And then again, use another bridge loan, the same Together Money to purchase it. So we're still in works. Like, And I think with um, Together Money, they only work with solicitors that have SRA um, approved managers. So you can't just use any solicitor because I, I originally had a solicitor and 
Her firm was affordable. It was only £640, which is fantastic for conveyancing work because they're usually in anywhere in the region of 1000 to £2,000. So I was just like, oh, 650 plus you get free will. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want to use this. But then to get money, <clears throat> said I can't use them um, because, again, I didn't have the SRA approved managers. You need to have a minimum of two. So I was like, okay. I spent the day after the auction looking for solicitors and... Most of them were about £2,000. They wanted £1,000 up front, but I found one in the end, and she was £1,005. Nice. I don't know what the extra £5 is for. Maybe you drink it a weekend. I don't know, but just £1,005. Drink it the weekend. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, do you know what? Um, I'm going to instruct this company. Um, so yeah, then together, they work with your solicitors. I think the guy at Together, Astiv, brilliant, he said, me, him, and the solicitor I choose have to just all be in um, coordinate with each other. And that's how you can literally get property deals off property deals and actually purchase them. Because you have some people that would buy four properties in one year. And it's like, how do they do that? And I think it's a power of leveraging mm. and having deposit money. Obviously, that's kind of very important. So I think if you don't have a property that you own outright like myself, they can make a list of people in your network that you think okay this person may have i don't know like twenty thousand pounds maybe they have a house maybe they can release equity maybe we can do a deal together with them but i think you have to go in there with with the research show them the deal show them the numbers because people work with numbers especially in property it's not really an emotional thing it's can i do this deal can i source the um like the builders the contractors can I do this? And obviously, maybe you're a builder yourself, actually. I don't know. Like, but can you do the work yourself? If you can't, are you able to find people who can? It's all about making connections. It's all about relationships and just being confident in what you're doing. Like, I know that I am not good with maths. But obviously, it's people that are brilliant with maths. Obviously, I'd like to work with those people. Um, so after you've got your list together, I would say call people. Like, call them. It could be your mother. It could be your father. It could be an aunt, uncle sister it could be <laughs> it could be a nan granddad an ex boyfriend i've even texted one of my exes saying listen i've just bought a property um it's going to cost 20 grand in refurb cost are you able to come along um on deal with me and i'll even give you interest back and that's how you can literally um do deals yeah. yeah do business exactly not everything has to be romantic like literally you can go on dates with people it doesn't work out but you could probably potentially see um a business deal with that person um because i think we're we're, we're humans we're all souls we're on this earth to get to know each other we're social creatures so i think it's important that we form the right connections and obviously it's nice when you have um a team and it's nice when you're in line like it's nice when your future is basically based on the people around you. I don't know if I'm making sense. If you guys can understand me, it's nice if the people around you can help your future self, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Hopefully you get in it. So basically be in line with people who fit your future. Yes. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so how did you find it? Was it like exciting, like the emotions around it? <laughs> Very exciting. Actually, my 16-year-old son, Jeremiah, he actually pressed the button for me. Oh, wow. On the last, because um, I think I, my lucky number is number seven and it was 147,000 I was just like oh, we're gonna get it. it was like yeah I think with the hammer it was like the guy was just the, the auctioneer he's called 
he goes going once, going twice, and I thought he was going to say sold to Miss E, but no, someone else bid it. I'm like, come on. So, I'm like, oh. so I actually bought it at 448, which I'm like, oh, it's not my lucky number, but hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your, that was your. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, fair enough. At least it's nice that you got Jeremiah involved as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, would, you, would you do it again? 100%. Literally, I'm actually looking for my next deal. Um, I actually want to invest again in London because um, I think it's nice. I think people have a set goal. Like, there's people that I know that own about 50 properties and they can get anywhere from about 17,000 um, in rentals a month, which is brilliant. But then you can buy one property obviously it's not, I don't know, I don't know, but maybe one property can give you a few thousand um, pounds um, in profit after paying your mortgage, after paying your insurance. So I think I definitely want to invest in London again. So mm. I think I'm looking for an investor who wants to come along with me. And I think, you know, I think it's important to note that with Together Money, I should be advertising. Um, you, should have, you should reach out to them before this goes for a, a cut on your... Um your fees yeah because the, the the interest is very high with bridging loan companies so just bear that in mind um so with together money and um, they even pay for your refurb costs which is brilliant but there's other companies that pay a hundred percent of your refurb cost um but with together they pay 75 percent of your refurb cost and you have to get an invoice and then you send it to them so you don't get the money before the work's done because potentially you could just take i don't know like 20 grand and go and do surgery yeah, the refurb. I didn't mean. I, you can say I didn't mean the house. I, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new titties. Like that's oh what a twenty God. grand would for. You never know. So they, they have to know that you're actually putting it in the house. So you need to let you. You need to do the work, and then the builder contractor will give you the invoice, and then you email it to them, and then they'll give you the money. Mm. So yeah, that's how that's how it works. But so I think potentially you can. I think people say, oh, you can't get a hundred percent. I think they're called no money down deals a lot of people say oh it's a scam it doesn't exist but potentially it can like if you have um you have value if you have knowledge in property there's people that could reach out to you because a lot of investors they want a return on, the, on their investment like the banks probably give what percent of the savings accounts give like a one percent one percent with property if, if that in pro with property you can give an investor probably like ten percent return so if i say okay refurb costs twenty thousand pounds um i can give you money back within i don't know it may take three to six months how much is ten percent yes. <laughs> you're the nervous person <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here <laughs> sorry <laughs> You can make your money back essentially is what you're saying. Yeah, and quicker. Like you can make they you can give an investor back their money um quicker than the bank would give a return back. Or I think it's a lot safer. Like obviously I have investments in um in the stock market, which is brilliant, but with property, like an investor could actually see the building. Mm. So you know this is not it's not fake. Like she's not just selling me something. They can actually come with me on some viewings come and we see the the legal pack like this is actually real you'll get your your money back plus some mm. so yeah cool fair <laughs> enough excellent well um do you have any advice for obviously you've given everything step mm -hmm. by step but do you have like any like things that you wouldn't do again that you would um no i think i've done what i needed to do i think i went in there and was like i'm going to buy something like that's, that's the mindset I had. Like, I'm not leaving this auction that's without a property. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think maybe on the auction sites, they maybe put the less desirable ones at the end. Mm. I'm happy I bought my one midway through. Like, 
yeah, it was like not number, I think like in the 20s, something like that, out of 160. Oh, wow. So I think like, I kind of bought it quite earlier on, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but the most of the, the ones that are undesirable, I think, I'm not sure, I think they put it at the end because then there's a lot of people probably similar to me um, that are thinking, okay, I, I need something. Like I've got the sister lined up, I've got my finance lined up, builders probably, I even me, I literally got my builder a day before the auction like that's how quick that's how on it i am like we're not we're not like getting a property and then thinking oh, who am i gonna like contract to do no yeah he's lined up like i'm like he's got the gig like it's just waiting to get the keys that's all it is um, when do you get them on the 28th that's when the deal has to close so today is what day is it today? so basically you have 28 days in an auction you have 28 days to complete so you can't be trying to get a mortgage and mortgages can take anywhere from what three to nine months so you need to go in there with your own cash like full cash or if you can, if you can yeah <laughs> or bridging finance or have an investor that is like 100 percent going to give you the full funds so yeah just have your finances sorted and you want to go in there with confidence not oh I'll, I'll tell you guys this like i obviously i overspent so with the auction you have to put 10 percent down but in order to go into the auction, in order to register to bid, you need to pay or have in your account 6400 So as soon as you win the bid, they take that out immediately. So obviously, I'm, my, my property that I purchased was 148000 So I was like 9000 I think like 800 short. So I didn't have that in my account. <laughs> they, well, they, as soon as I won, literally 10 minutes later, they called me for the payment. I'm like, chill. <laughs> it was about, I think, maybe like 10, 11. And I'm like... I need to call someone to go oh and put God. the rest in my account. Oh my gosh. Oh my so gosh. I'm like, give me a second. I'll call you back. I'll call you <laughs> so back. yeah, obviously, like you need to you need to pay the ten percent. Like, they don't muck about. It's not like oh, let me no. I obviously I, sh I didn't know I was gonna over um, I've overspend. Overspend. Yeah, I didn't. But I usually overspend. Like I know myself. Even if I go into Primark, I'll be like, I'm just going there for socks, and I'll come up with very like, very different scenario. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same to me. It's literally the same. Like I want to be in the mindset of like. I want to buy houses like people buy handbags. <laughs> it's not funny. It's just what yeah, that's literally how I want to live life. So it's like it's it's a big deal, but then it's not. It's just like I'm buying it because I've literally um, done the research and planned. And yeah, like if you, if you see some people or you hear some people that have about five hundred properties, and you're like, oh my goodness, wow. Yeah. So you just never know. But you start from somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, but I think with me, first. yeah, with me, I'm literally I'm a, I'm a social landlord. So the properties that I have, I rent out to my local, not my local, but a local council, one of them taxing council, and then to a charity. So people don't have to be a landlord because a lot of people have this stigma that landlords are greedy and they're doing everything for profit. Which obviously everyone like you go to work, you're working for profit, aren't you? It doesn't mean you're greedy. Um, but I think with landlords, like so, when people are me oh what do you do for a living i pause for a bit i'm like should i tell them i'm a property investor so i usually just say stay at home mum <laughs> it's just like i don't know like, you're like oh okay and it's more i don't know but so yeah i'm a, i would say i'm a social landlord um but yeah but i i do it because i enjoy doing it for one and i think every day in property you learn something new literally every single day so it's it's helping with my growth um it's helped me i think it's helped me reach my full potential mm. um so if you're interested in property um obviously reach out to me and yeah so i think 
it's not everyone's god-given right to own property it's not like the beat finish off for me Teresa. the beat beat all and end all that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> you see how we work well together that's how it is on property you can't do everything so you get people to join your team that can that's how it is that's why it's, it's, it's a nice network of people that are in property so yeah it's, it's a nice um community to be a part of i would say and yeah cool that's good all right thank you for that um if you guys have got any property questions then as always our dms are open um if you've got any bridget and standoffs and you know, tell me that actually the sister is in the right then you, you go ahead and we can fight as well. <laughs> have, a, have a good weekend everyone bye, bye.